everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Hello there. Welcome to the world of Tech Raptor. My name is Stretch, and people call me the Pokemon editor. Ugh. Man, I He did didn't... not run that bias before. <laughs> that was didn't a little creepy. I could hate you more than I could now. <laughs> I thought he was about to say, and I'll be Too your much? dungeon master today. Okay, if that was too much, I'll tone it down next week. <laughs> God, I'm scared for when you're going to talk about Pokemon later today. Um, so we're going to touch on Pokemon, the new uh, remasters that came out. And we're also going to talk about this uh, little Microsoft game called Halo Infinite. So stick around for that. But first, let's get into some news. Uh, the GTA trilogy, as you might have heard, is pretty bad. You can hear us talk more about it on last week's episode if you've somehow been out of the loop for that. But this past week, Rockstar has issued an apology. And beyond that, they're also giving everyone who owns the trilogy uh, access to the old original versions of the game via the Rockstar launcher or the Rockstar store. And on top of that, Rockstar is now committed to pushing out some sort of updates in the near future to make this trilogy better. I don't know what kind of updates they can make that would really uh, turn the tide here. But you know what? Maybe this could be one of those destiny situations. Who knows? I hope that they re-add touch controls. I think mm. that that's really what the console experience is missing. Yeah. I think yeah. they, they need a Final Fantasy 14 level readjustment. Mm, just, Blow it just all up nuke it. and restart. Yeah. GTA yeah. 3, A Realm Reborn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> GTA 3 HD. <laughs> Man, yeah. I mean, it's... I think of all the moves Rockstar could have made, this this isn't the worst one. At least they're kind of owning up to it, you know? Like they recognize, okay, yeah, this isn't great. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, they recognize it, it with a... They put out a letter apologizing and they say well, unexpected technical issues. It's like, okay, unexpected. Yeah, so unexpected. Yeah. I feel yeah. so bad for everyone in QA. Everyone yeah. in QA knew there's no way and they just had to submit a, a broken game fundamentally. You're assuming they sent it to QA because yeah. judging by the state that it came out in... Someone said, QA "Oh, touched it. These are these are classics. They don't need any QA. They're already perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just need to break them a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah." In in that statement, they say, "quote The updated versions of these classic games did not launch in a state that meets our own standards of quality or the standards our fans have come to expect." Which is like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just. I, I don't know. I, I don't have any words at this point. Like, you could have owned up to, yeah, we didn't do a, a good job. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, we didn't do a, a good job QAing this. Instead, you spun it as, oh, we didn't see this coming. And you're like, mm, We're just as surprised as you guys up. are. We promise. Yeah. Well, that's also a problem. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even boot this game up before. Yeah, we you can't blame us. Yeah. We never checked it. We're really not sure how hot coffee got in there. Yeah, <laughs> We thought it was just a cup of coffee. We didn't know what else was going on in there. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because, like, Otten, you dug up this story from, like, earlier in, in March, right, of this year? Where... Yeah, where apparently yeah. the uh, CEO of Take-Two, who is the parent company of Rockstar, 
was speaking at a uh, media conference or telecom, some kind of conference, and VGC, Video Game Chronicles, was either there or somehow got a copy of it and transcribed it. And there's a quote from the CEO of Take-Two back in March of this year. Yeah, Strauss Zelnick. Yeah, we've done differently. Uh, you know what we've done differently than the competition. We don't just port titles over. We actually take the time to do the very best job we can, making the title different for the new release, for the new technology that we're launching it on. It's different. It's different. It's... Yeah, I mean, um, so I guess he's not lying, but well, and for context, I believe he was saying this in regards to the the GTA Five remaster yes, I that's think coming yeah. to PS Five and Series X, right? Which. You know, I I hope they put in the effort for that because that's their cash cow, right? Oh man, no! I wish it has the same like smoothing of all the models. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really want GTA Online to be a smoother experience for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy but, our new 8K rendering, and they've just like widened every texture and still wrapped it around the same thing, and everything just looks flat. I think my favorite one I saw was uh, of the bugs was if you are driving and you're wiggling the car, it gradually gets larger. Yeah, like that's you, a, apparently that's from the original game though. That that's, is it really? that's always been around. Yeah, that was there huh. originally. That's a bug that just carried with it. That's that's a that's a common bug um, due to to something about like the X and the Y acceleration. Like you can max out on X, you can max out on Y. But then when you get into the math of, of figuring out how they move together, because I know that in um, in like Half-Life 2 and Portal speed runs, the Source engine has the same thing. If you're like jumping and just continually waggling left and right and left and right, you can start picking up momentum. Interesting. Mm. So but it, that's it not... all comes down to math. Yeah, well, so... I mean, if there's any way that something's going to get broken, it's because math does weird things. <laughs> Yeah, so math is the root of all evil, the square root of all evil. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just it's you know I'm I'm glad that we're seeing Rockstar kind of like own it. You know, I'd rather them own it instead of like sweep it under the rug and be like, well, just wait till we release GTA Five again, then it'll be and good, right? The changes that they've made have been good. You know, giving people access to the original uh, versions of the game. That they, that they had, I believe, yeah, pulled previously. It's kind of, it goes into, like, I know when, when the Ratchet & Clank remake came out, air quotes, because that's a game based on a movie based on the original game. You know, the argument with a bad remaster is always, well, you still have the original, uh, but in a digital age where, you know, moving forward, um, you know, especially with PC games, where physical PC games just aren't a thing um you know in in this instance you can't really fall back on well you can still play the original it's like well they delisted it so <laughs> they just, they just well, try to like a sheep farmer herding every every uh every sheep from one to the one paddock to the next like well that doesn't exist anymore goodbye oh what are you are you telling me stretch that you can't just go out there buy a playstation 2 and buy an original copy of gta 3 and pop that into your system and just play it and i mean you know? i might have a spare copy in my console bag but uh <laughs> but for the most part no i don't think so it's not that easy or at least things are just gonna start getting marked up sounds like um, me like trying to find it. azure dreams on ebay <laughs> how much do you want to pay fifteen hundred dollars okay yeah i guess so 
Yeah. I mean, I, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here, right? I mean, I just, I don't know how much more in the future we're going to be getting these updates, like, like where it's going to make news that like, oh man, GTA Trilogy is good now, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that it, the moment for that trilogy has came and is going. I think we're Arkham is on to something. If we, if we do the, the Realm Reborn and maybe add in more bunny girls, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that'll, that'll sell me on it. Okay. Yeah. Like in the strip clubs? No, just like l- literal like bunny women walking around, like the like from Final Fantasy twelve. I think that that will sell it for me. Or okay. the Playboy Mansion. That's true. Yeah. I mean, what Hugh was still alive back then, right? Nice, nice crossover <laughs> yeah. for GTA. It's perfect. Very, very mm-hmm. timely. Everybody is very up with Playboy now. Oh yeah, yeah. everyone Huge reads company. them for the articles. For yeah. Today, yeah. That's where I get all my gaming news from. I don't know about these other trash websites. <laughs> no wonder you're so uninformed. <laughs> well, he's just sophisticated. He's on uh, a different yeah, level. That's true. Oh, I, I wouldn't understand. <laughs> that's true. He must be a big Rick and Morty fan too. <laughs> yeah, he. Well, actually, he doesn't even watch Rick and Morty. He only reads the reviews of Rick and Morty on Playboy uh, magazine. It's the funniest shit I've ever read. Oh that's yeah. Right. <laughs> That he reverse engineers what he thinks the episode is like yeah, based well, on the review. That's yeah. true genius. You know, I think that's that was... what Einstein was talking about when he talked about genius. <laughs> One issue of Playboy actually came with pickle speakers just to like reinforce how fucking hysterical that episode was. Oh yeah. man, pickle Rick's way different in a, <laughs> that context. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, that hits way differently. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh man. Um, this podcast just went to zero it's a good thing that we we don't really monetize this (laughs) yes yeah sorry future advertising our our vlasic sponsorship just left (laughs) damn it oh i don't know how we're gonna transition into this next (laughs) story (laughs) yeah that actually makes this transition worse advertisers will get angry at us just as much as Sony and Microsoft have been angry at Activision Blizzard. There it yeah. is. Oh, nailed there, it. You nailed saved it. it. Yeah. Walked it. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, Activision Blizzard kind of kind of sucks, right? <laughs> just generally. Um, but so if you've been following the news over the summer and into now, Activision Blizzard has been roiled under a lot of controversies, a lot of... Um, you know, treating women pretty poorly to the point where one woman has died. Um, and previously, uh, the CEO, Bobby Kotick, has gone on record saying that he was unaware of all of these things. And everyone was like, well, I don't know. Shit rolls downhill. And this past week, it's been revealed that he was actually aware of all of these problems and has even threatened to kill a woman for complaining to him about it that the pr company i mean the pr for activision blizzard acknowledged he did do out of you know he said something out of anger or whatever and has apologized or something for it so it's not like they said oh that never happened like yeah that one happened like (laughs) yeah they just they just like tried to justify it as much as they could like but here's here's why it happened he was just very angry you know no big deal Uh, Mm um that definitely doesn't happen in abusive relationships or anything no, no, no. I mean, it was just anger. It was just well, that who, moment if, of anger. If, if you're going to get threatened to be someone's going to have you killed and they're a billionaire or something, you're like, oh, I believe it. <laughs> like, yeah, they have the resources. The, yeah, this man can absolutely buy a hitman. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, and they still actually have 95% of his yearly bonus left. 
they check the payroll records and they actually have three hitmen on staff. How weird is that? <laughs> yeah. Just like the number of IO interactive hitman games. <laughs> well, that's that's who they get to do the mocap. Oh. Mocap <laughs> research. You can actually find wow. them in credits. It's mm-hmm. like a legitimate hitman. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's bad though. I mean, we the news in June and a lot of that stuff that dropped was just absolutely terrible, um, and it seemed like Blizzard was actively interested in making changes, um, at least from their PR statements. What I at this point we know I, I don't I think they could give two shits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, between the leader of your company threatening people sweeping things under the table and then the board actively supporting him. Like um, he could, you know, walk out, kill someone and the board would be like, he's still our guy. Um, I, I don't know at what point, at what it's going to take for the board to either take action or for shareholders to remove the board. But right. They renamed McCree. I think you're yeah. forgetting oh, that yep. big step they made. Did they get my bad? Did they end up giving him a solid name? I know that they were just calling him the cowboy for a while. No, they they gave him a new new name. Hey, 50 bucks to anyone here who can name the new name, because I don't remember it. Uh, I think I shared a meme with you guys earlier. You you did, but it doesn't have the name on that meme. Uh, (laughs) It's like, it has a like Cassidy or something. Yeah, it's oh, Cassidy. It's Cole, Cole Cassidy is Cole that Cassidy. it? Cole Cassidy. Yeah, Cole yeah. Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fifty bucks pay up. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. But, I mean, between that and changing artwork in World of Warcraft, you know, and then the I don't know if you saw the most recent uh, skin from one of the new expansions, but uh, at the right angle, it just looks like like it looks like a Ku Klux Klan outfit. Oh. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna dig up that tweet, but I even Blizzard was like, "Oh, oh yeah, we screwed up on that one." Yikes! Uh, you think it would well, notice that? Yeah, it's like you in all white robes, literal pointy robe hat um, that covers the face, and you're just like, "Yeah, oh, a lot of a lot of these changes the that they've made." I think most most visibly, the changes have been with Overwatch, like removing the name of a, a ramen shop as well in the background or something. Some kind of store in the background mm-hmm. was also changed because of because of a name of a current employee mm. what's well, funny um, about all these little changes that they're making it's like uh <laughs> if they weren't making them i sure that there is like oh god we can't have another thing where someone finds something and then calls us out on it so we must find them all ourselves and then change them but now they're just telegraphing them to everybody that they had all of these things so mm-hmm. this is a lot of little things that make up oh, yeah. a big thing <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that like to me, the biggest tipping point here is like Sony and Microsoft, the heads of both, right? Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer have gone on record now saying, hey, this ain't great, Chief. You know, like they're not just ignoring it anymore. I mean, granted, I believe these were all in internal emails that were, you know, obtained by journalists. So it's not like public, public statements. But nonetheless, I mean, I don't think I, I doubt this would happen, but could you imagine a future where you couldn't buy Call of Duty on the PlayStation Five or Xbox Store anymore because they're both like, we don't want to support Activision Blizzard anymore. Like that's not going to happen in the immediate future, but I feel like this is the first step to where that could be a reality. There's only would... three things I think at this point that will probably actually make changes for Blizzard. One, Sony or Microsoft pulls out of the partnership, no longer allows their games on their platform. Two, and I could be wrong on this, their stock hits 50, which is 50% of where it was at the start of the year. 
it was like $104 a share. We're sitting at 62 as of this recording. Um, I would like to see the stock hit 50. Um, not out of anything other than that's, that's how you hit the board into taking action. Um, when your share price drops, that's when change happens. Um, but, uh, I just I have no confidence anymore, at least in, in the company or, or the leadership, to where I feel comfortable supporting them. You know, I canceled my WoW sub in June, uh, that's despite be, loving Classic. I think that's going to be interesting as as Blizzard Activision continues to make announcements going forward. Whether you know those announcements will affect the stock to bring it back up. Um, we already know that. Uh, or at least, you know, in the rumor sphere, whatever, um, there's been placeholder code found on the Xbox Store website for a World of Warcraft console edition. Mm. Um, You know, if that's going to be revealed, say, around TGAs, um, you know, will the long-running, however many year MMO hitting consoles, um, will that be something you know, big that will, will, you know, will get people investing, will get people excited, will uh, overshadow all of the chaos going on. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, right? Is I think Activist is just in this space right now where whenever they announce anything about their games, I don't think they're going to be met with as much excitement overall. Yeah, I know, and that's, even before all this news, almost everything they've had has been on a decline. Call of Duty is not as popular. WoW is not as popular. Overwatch is not as popular. Mm-hmm. People keep dunking on Diablo. So like Activision Blizzard has, has made a company out of, all right, we're just riding these main IPs to death. And was it Diablo that just got pushed back six months yeah, as well? Diablo and mm-hmm. Overwatch 2. Both mm-hmm. got Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. So it's like all this... Uh, they've, they've done nothing to really make themselves... I don't know, a, a better company anyway. So if I'm looking at Bobby's work lately or the board's work, it's like, well, I guess we've been nothing but, you know, not doing so hot seemingly <laughs> on then all of this. What's the incentive to keep them around other than uh, like Bobby's been what, in charge for 30 years now. Yeah. But yeah, didn't, even did from not a... found the company, even though it seems like it, he didn't Activision was around well before Bobby Kotick was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even from a pure business perspective, like if you if you try not to care about all these heinous things that are happening behind closed doors, like it's kind of hard to see Activision going in a in a good way, you know, like they're not really blowing people's minds with anything. Yeah. I mean, Bungie split away too. Mm-hmm. Was that two years ago? They were they got that out of that a, partnership that as fast as they could. Yeah. From, from lucky that, for Bungie that. and like very unlucky for activision because it's like it's it's one of those new breath of fresh airs that they they could have used as a company we're talking purely business wise mm-hmm. where now they've been kind of stagnantly just like i said writing those same franchises for so long now nothing new yeah and then meanwhile since that split i feel like destiny 2 has been doing kind of better than ever pretty well yeah because bungie's being probably allowed to do what they do best and that's create bungie's <laughs> always been good at creating worlds and and i wonder too how much they were stifled in that Activision uh, partnership. And yeah, the the last like big unique, not even like really that unique, but the last big things to come out of 
Activision was like SpongeBob, Crash, and Tony Hawk. That then Vicarious Visions they uh, pulled them in to help work on Call of Duty and took away their name. So Ooh, the, yeah, that's the company right. Vicarious Visions is now just a nameless part of Blizzard Activision. Um, I I played and reviewed all three of those games. Oh, and Crash Four as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I played and reviewed all of those for the sites, and I loved them all. It was great to see them coming back in. Tony Hawk was fantastic, um, but it's just you know it's so weird that like the the big things that I guess that I've been excited for that has been fresh that has been different from their yearly shooter. Um, they just absolutely treated that that, that development team like crap. Yeah. yeah. Even then, it's I, I like I agree that the Tony Hawk HD remakes are, were good, but is it really fresh? Yeah, you know maybe I mean? like, like they didn't really wasn't. do yeah. anything new. They just made that an updated version. It, it's what the well, GTA trilogy should have been. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> they, they made the Crash trilogy, and then or was at that point when it got to Crash Four, was it already partially handed off to Toys for Bob? I think, I think it was at that handed. point it had been handed off. Yeah, yeah, because I mean all of that was weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but I think I think we should probably like wrap up this discussion on Activist yeah. soon here but rut do you have um anything else you want to say about yeah so at? i mean in a lot of the same lines of what we've already been discussing um you know we've had an internal policy since earlier this year that we are not covering activision blizzard um riot or ubisoft uh games we will cover the allegations we will cover the controversy that's around it um but we're we're not going to be part of the machine that essentially uses PR to cover up this type of story. Um, I, I think every time we've seen something bad come out of Activision, Ubisoft, or Riot, shortly after there's a game announcement. And then all the sites jump on that, and we've forgotten about the allegations and, and things like that. So for us, until we hear from employees um, publicly not through an intermediary, not through the CEO, that that we hear conditions are better at these companies. We are not going to actively cover or promote um, their games. Um, You know, and and we were pretty quiet about this because the goal was never to make it about us. Hey, look at this thing we're doing. Um, It it was all about let's, let's try and, you know, stifle some of the fire that comes from these PR releases and, and ultimately um, get more eyes on this issue. Um, you know, and I'm hoping that us coming out will maybe other game sites will follow. I know that a couple have said they'll continue to cover it, um, which is disappointing, but at the end of the day that I'm sure they have to pay the bills. Um, but for us, we're lucky enough to be in a position that we can take this stance and, uh, you know, hopefully be a part of some good change that needs to happen in this industry because, these are three of the biggest companies in gaming. And if they can make change, then, you know, it's going to ripple through the rest of the industry. So and yeah. for a little bit of added, um, when we say we just want to cover the controversy, um, that's not just, we don't want to just be stacking on the company. Yeah. We look forward to writing about the good stuff too. We're keeping an ear on the ground, looking for those situations where employees are able to publicly say, wow, things have gotten better. 
and we really look forward to writing those stories. Um, yeah. Just at the moment, there's a mass shortage of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, if you're an Activision, uh, Ubisoft, Riot employee, feel free to reach out to us, um, whether it's good or bad. At the end of the day, we want to help get stories out and promote positive change within the industry. So, I think it's worth noting, too, that these aren't the only three companies this stuff happens at. Yep. It's a pretty big issue industry-wide. Um, and there's, there's, if, I mean, if we were wanted to take the really hard line stance, it would just be like, I guess we're not covering games anymore. Yeah. We just shut um, down. Like, so <laughs> the part of the reason with Activision, Blizzard, Ubisoft and Riot is that it's, it's very publicly out there. The store information is there. Um, and they are three of the, you know, tentpole companies in the industry. So hopefully and they're all in active litigation. Yeah. Hopefully if stuff happens there, um, it can do stuff elsewhere for other companies. Hopefully. Yeah. Like they could be role models for yeah. others. Yep. Yeah. In how you make good change within a company because yeah. things are bad now, but if they can promote positive change and employees can share how that changed, how it got better for them and others companies can follow yeah. suit. Yeah, and hopefully huge. it will show too, like if we're just going to be real cynical and cold about it, like these companies, all they give a shit about is money. And if they can show mm -hmm. that this is a positive, impactful step towards making a better company that is healthier in terms of the money-making business side, hopefully that will happen and other companies will follow suit because that's really what's going to motivate them <laughs> more than, man, I'm so glad we made it better for our employees because mm -hmm. they yeah. largely don't give a shit. Games do better. Yep. We've got to do better as an industry is, is really what it comes down to. So, yeah, um, I know that, that we're pretty vocal as an outlet about a, a number of things. Um, and, and we're able to come at that from a, a position of privilege and, and, um, you know, we have no investors, we have no privatized interests, so we're, we can kind of do what we want, but I know that other outlets can't do the same, but I, I do hope that, you know, the coverage around this, that, anything positive is dampened by, Hey, this is still going on in some mm. way, shape or form because the sentiment has to change the, and the industry itself has to want to change before we're going to see positive, progressive improvement. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's... Well, let's get away from the serious shit. Um, yeah. you know, what else and get into the real serious stuff. Getting the real serious game. stuff. Like Halo, Halo skills. <laughs> Halo. Platinum yeah, two, baby. Okay, let's shift gears into Halo Infinite. Y'all like it? I got the sense that y'all like it. Game's Bro. good. I like. I shooting feel like I'm 17 years old again. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer did shadow drop like last week when we, we worst we, kept quote, secret. Quote, worst <laughs> kept. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Um, but it did drop last Monday, quote unquote, surprisingly. Um, I think we've all been playing it throughout the week, maybe perhaps some more than others. Do you want to tell people about your 100 matches? Oh, yeah, I'm 100 matches in. Um, mm -hmm. Half of that is ranked at this point. I played all day yesterday. Um, okay. I, and you said you're Platinum 2? Platinum 2. I came so, in at Platinum 1 with my rank. So what's the going rate per hour to play someone to be good at video games for you? Like, how much have you been paying the, the yeah. pro on the side to wow. pretend to be you? Uh, First yes. of all, wow. <laughs> Second of all, wow. And third of all, <laughs> wow. Um, we all wow. know the images he gave us are Photoshop. He didn't pay anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can see the artifacting yeah. around the, the rack. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
absolutely uh, just fucking rude uh, <laughs> but no i mean obviously i'm i'm loving it i i'm someone who had i don't know seven eight thousand matches now? in halo 2 so um this has been for me a return to form for halo multiplayer mm. yeah i i mean this is my first experience playing a halo game online and it's interesting you know there's there's parts of it that feel kind of old school like there's something about it right that feels that way but it also feels kind of modern like like it's a modern take on halo is what i hear a lot of people have been saying which i guess sounds like it's a good thing for mm-hmm. for the longtime halo fans it's fast paced it, it you know as compared to some of the more recent titles everything just feels very fast and quick and the sound design is incredible um and just the feel of everything is very very solid yeah halo one through three really carved out an image for itself and then as like reach and four happened it began like continuously shifting like i'm, I'm someone who really enjoyed the multiplayer of five um and this you know feels even better that might be because i'm playing you know from what i've played so far this one i've been playing primarily keyboard and mouse um that it just feels good mm. people still can't play objective game modes for shit though <laughs> how do people not understand when you've got an a a b and a c on the map you, you need to go and cover them. all things about killy killy shooty mcshoot yeah it's so well, frustrating guys I've kill seen, the flag carrier i've seen people complain about how because like right now you know you can't just say i want to play is it slayer that's like their team deathmatch right or like i just want to yeah. play capture the flag like the team right slayer, now it's just yeah. a playlist right and it just kind of rotates mm-hmm. through quick, everything quick play big team battle and ranked and yeah. ranked is the same thing as quick play but with ranks essentially mm-hmm. um i think i would like to see a return to how halo 2 had things where it was like this is your ctf rank this is your oddball rank this is your slayer and in, in rumble and, and everything else um please bring back shoddy snipes um i would like to see that mostly because you know i would like the objective based people to be in the objective playlists yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. but i mean they have said that this is the beta right and mm-hmm. then they've pushed back when season two of the multiplayer will happen a further three months as well as the campaign co-op it's has like been pushed back a further three months. Twenty-seven days is the counter yeah. right now. So it's going to be the game will come out, and then six months later, we'll get season two of the multiplayer, and we'll get um, the campaign co-op. Mm-hmm. So I wonder whether like the smaller hopper is part of the beta experience. Um, Could be. But uh, it's a good way to stress test servers too. Yeah. By not yeah. splitting it out as much, especially you know, there's been almost a hundred thousand people on at any given hour for the last five days i wonder if if they did have the breakout of like ranked oddball ranked capture the flag ranked slayer whether you would find that certain certain playlists just didn't have or like had population issues it's like i bet it would be way way easier to find a team slayer match than a oddball match at any Mm. point of the day it always was back in the day and um even if they just broke out objectives from Slayer, I think that would be a huge positive in terms of yeah. getting the right people in the playlists where they want to be. Yeah, uh, like competitive versus, um, 
I don't know a better way to say it, but like competitive or kills, yeah, like kill versus objective base. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's been a blast. It's been so much fun. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> so that, that assault rifle is feeling much better than I feel like the assault rifle has been steadily getting worse in different games, mm-hmm. but it it feels good in this yeah. one. Like the the base one that you start with whenever you spawn yeah. in. It's actually good. The pistol's good. Um, so it's it's kind of a return to form of of two iconic weapons within. And then all I will mention the ranked is pure MLG. So no um no radar and you start with a battle rifle and that's it. Oof. Um, oh, that's cool. Which I much more prefer, to be honest. Like the not having the radar makes things so much more intense. You're checking your back constantly, constantly looking around on edge. Um it it's definitely more intense than the quick play modes. Mm. And you can split out um, who you're playing with. So at least in ranked on solo duo, you can say I'm keyboard and mouse only. Um, oh. Open has to be cross play. Um, so you can kind of, for the people like me who want to play against other keyboard and mouse people, I can do that within ranked. Mm. So you can separate yourself from the riffraff absolutely scrubs yeah the real pc master race true gamers yes yeah uh otten you've been a little quiet do you, are you liking halo infinite <laughs> are you enjoying this new video game from xbox so yeah uh i i haven't been playing a ton of the modern shooters though uh the last shooter i was ext- like played a lot a lot a lot of was tf2 um when it was <laughs> very new very yeah. very new uh so like, i played other stuff but i never really played it competitively i didn't do or, or do a lot of the multiplayer stuff um and my last real big halo that i played a lot of like online or match was halo 3 and playing this feels a lot like halo 3 even running around matches so i'm really wondering like i'm and i have not played a ton of infinites multiplayer yet i've played some uh, but so far, it's just like, yeah, this is Halo. Um, first time I've done it with a keyboard and mouse. I was always on a controller before, so it's mm. instantly 50 times better already. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely fun and fast-paced. Um, but I don't have much more nuance to offer than, yeah, it's Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, honestly. I think an, an interesting perspective that you know i'm i'm looking forward to having is you know with multiplayer games and especially with reviews um you know i you know we don't have a review code of the game um but it's going to be interesting for for those reviews normally in a multiplayer you know a bit of like you know behind the curtain from from us here normally what's quite interesting in multiplayer games is how small the population is um during during that like pre-launch period i remember for halo 5 when i reviewed that um the the you know i always saw the reviewer from attack of the fanboy um showing up in in those games and they even had like attack of the fanboy gamer tag so they might have just had it on the system in office um and like that was really interesting to see but for reviewers this time around it's gonna it is going to make the reviews so much better to not only have this extended time to play multiplayer, but for the multiplayer to be out. And I think mm. that that's a really interesting thing that that um, 
343 has been able to do with this release of of Halo. Like, yeah, you know, the campaign may be behind closed doors and only reviewers are able to check it out at the moment. I know that some places have already put up previews. Um, but uh, I think that's really going to, you know, make the, the multiplayer portion of the review better. But it's also a free-to-play game. So, like, yeah. that's that's also really cool. I just think it's, you know, a unique experience for, for reviewers to play multiplayer with people instead mm-hmm. of it just being, you know, the, the 50 of them, 100 of them. Well, it's interesting, too, releasing on Steam while also having Games Pass side-by-side. They're saying that they're seeing pre-order numbers go up on Steam, despite mm-hmm. it being a Games Pass game. We we saw that with Forza, with Forza yeah. um, last week as well, that, you know, the, the rankings on the Xbox store and on Steam and stuff, it was still in, like, top three games purchased for that period. And you can have full access to it for, you know, 15 bucks a month or like 10 bucks a month, nine bucks a month, whatever the the PC version is. It's 15 for both. Yeah, it's 15 for Ultimate. Ultimate, yeah. But if you were just wanting to get it for PC, I think that that's only like nine bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, You can do just PC. I've been paying Ultimate this whole time. (laughs) I don't even turn on my Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a a separate one Mm -hmm. uh, for just PC. But there are some ultimate things that, like, you only get if you do the full ultimate. I don't know. Yeah, like cloud gaming. ultimate for the next year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's cloud, cloud gaming. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it's it's really cool to see, you know, games getting, you know, sold and everyone's buying them and everyone's loving them. But also the day one strategy is definitely helping out. I'm sure right. that this is going to be a... a a halo that will not have a population issue for a long time um especially amongst the battlefield release and the uh and the call of duty release that just came out that a lot of people are pretty are pretty lukewarm on yeah i mean like the the worst thing i've seen with halo infinite so far is like the battle pass like people weren't happy with it but they just released that update recently right yeah, that, it was like, like 24 fixes- or 48 hours that they're just like yeah that was our bad. We've fixed a major issue, and then we're going to keep looking at it going forward. It's like, oh, okay, well, check. and it's it's way better. I've been cruising through the the weeklies without as much issue because it's not some of these. There was one that was like, get five kills with a shade turret, and you can only find the shade turret on one map in big team battle, mm-hmm. which is like super frustrating when you're like somebody else gets it and then they blow it up, and you're like, well, I'll try again <laughs> next game. <laughs> um, that and like play five matches of oddball when you can't choose oddball as a playlist um Mm. so they've they've improved it significantly yeah and so like with that i just see a really bright future for halo infinite which is the the multiplayer at least which is nice um i think for me on my end i've only played like five or six online matches and i'm i'm good not that i think it's a bad video game (laughs) but just for me i I've gotten what I need out of Halo Infinite multiplayer for the year. I think I'm good. I mean, I'm not the biggest like online shooter person in the first place, but what I am excited about is the campaign because I feel I think playing the game does feel very good. Like just the running around the motion and like shooting your guns and all that. That feels really cool and good. And I'm just excited to see that in a more PVE environment, especially with some of the previews that I'm seeing of the Infinite campaign coming out. I'm like, okay, 
that I'm excited for. The multiplayer, I'm happy that like I mean we have two people on this podcast who are very happy with it, and like I think that's great, and that seems to be like the the vibe I'm getting generally from people online is that they're really really liking it, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for the campaign. I've been like trying to steer clear of some previews, but what I do see in like my Twitter thread and stuff, uh, just all sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure how I feel about um, you know Halo having a skill tree, uh, but I've seen people kind of comparing it more to a Breath of the Wild versus a Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I still think I've it's seen some too, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen some. Maybe that should be if you do the review on you should, you should say this is this is master chief's just cause 2 no um i've seen some people or some uh preview headlines that were like halo infinite is master chief's breath of the wild moment which sounds exciting but i'm also wondering like are we as an industry overusing breath of the wild moment yeah. or breath of the wild like i hope the guns have durability Woo. <laughs> i mean what isn't that kind of ammo isn't yeah, ammo technically is. like the durability of a of yeah. a gun? As long as this isn't the Dark Souls of Halo. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. I, maybe this is maybe Breath of the Wild isn't a good comparison, but maybe what people are like really trying to say is that this might be like the God of War, like the 2018 God of War, like enough of a pivot away from the base formula, yeah, while still being like striking and good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, now I'm I just so excited to sink to sink my teeth into that campaign when it comes out in December. Same, but now I just want to hear Master Chief say, "Boy." <laughs> you can probably you could probably cameo Steve Downs to do that. <laughs> run lines. Have Cortana do the voice of Mimir, the the head. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to play yeah. that Halo game. You know, same, and that yeah. might be the Halo game that comes out in December. We'll see. Yeah, let's see how that. we even got the the teaser for the TV show finally. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember being a twelve or thirteen year old on the schoolyard back when I lived in Australia, talking with people about oh the the rumors of the Halo TV show, the Halo movie. It's going to be so cool, and here we are, fifteen years <laughs> later, okay. finally getting. Getting a teaser after that project has been picked up and Spielberg's making it put down. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what they say. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's just as good as the Uncharted movie. Hey, we can't say anything bad about that. We haven't seen it yet. Give it a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give fair. it a chance. <laughs> Even though it comes out in February, the classic month that movie execs put the good movies out in. <laughs> oh man that's gonna be a rough few months for tom holland huh the the high of the new spider-man movie yeah. and then and then whatever the uncharted movie is gonna be like huh maybe it will be you don't know maybe it's great yeah it could it could be even better than spider-man well uh as long yeah, as it's that... better than willie's wonderland <laughs> you don't like fnaf the movie aren't we still getting fnaf the movie yeah um, like the official one Okay. official one this didn't, one didn't scott I, cotton i'm like only die. halfway through it but it's you didn't even finish it i thought you were like halfway through it when you were I'm messaging good. us in slack last night yeah well, no. yeah well it's, then it was it's time just... for bed because i'm old 
Well, it, it's so good, he just wants to savor it. That's yeah. right. I need to savor it. Um, but no, it's clearly he was watching it too late at night. Um, and he was snuggled up on his couch with a blanket and his Grogu doll. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kept having to like hold Grogu's eyes, make sure that he doesn't see violence. That's right. Yeah. He felt like his hero, the Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> Spot on. I went, I've been to the office, uh, two times in the last month and both times people have given me baby Yoda merch. And I expect that to continue, or I will not be returning to the office. And this uh, is an announcement to all of your coworkers. Oh, they already know. <laughs> I, t- I told my boss, I was like, "You have to give me merch to get me to come into the office now, because the precedent has been set, um, and it will not be broken." So, is Grogu Rutnip? Yes. Ugh. Okay. Yep. Kind of loves frog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we've got one more game to talk about here. Stretch, do you want to tell us about the Pokemons? We've got, we've got new Pokemon. Well, new old Pokemon. It's been okay. Not every 13 Pokemon, years. Though. It was probably um, on the same schoolyard that I was talking about Halo while playing Pokemon Pearl back in the day. You must have been um, captivating those kangaroos. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were they were with it. They were with it. They weren't as good at battling. Should you say prison yard? <laughs> get it i know it's a, it was pretty bad get it um but no this this is in terms of the pokemon remakes this is by far the most faithful um which is kind of weird it's like a bit of a dual-edged sword it's everything that i wanted um and they have like added a bit more but um you know i'm i'm someone who who knows that uh pokemon gen 4 was the best generation it was the mm. start of the comprehensive end games. You've got the Diamond and Pearl. You've got the Heart Gold, Soul Silver, the remakes of the previous better generation. Um, but all of the stuff that they've added, they've added in like proper competitive trainer AI for a lot of the more difficult fights, which is super cool. Uh, like I got absolutely stomped by the Elite Four just because they had like you know special hold items and stuff to to make them a difficult fight. Hmm. Um, wait, wait, are you telling me that a Pokemon game is difficult now? Yeah, this is this no, is this is the Dark Souls <laughs> of Pokemon. No, well, they've got the competitive Elite Four battles, and then the the gym rematches are also competitive. Like they they use um, they use competitive strats, uh, which is just such a cool idea to have it. You know, it's like the idea of like a Pokemon Super Boss. And that's um, new to this version, right? Uh, they did. Or have was that the, in their original release? Too? They did have the gym rematches in the original. Um, they didn't have the competitive AI, um, and they do have an expanded team. So in the original gym rematches, it was just pretty much the same Pokemon, but at higher levels, um, or there was like some team changes out. Um, like you know the the level fifteen. Geodude that you fight is not going to be a level seventy Geodude now, right? It'd be like a um, golem, right? Yeah, I'd but assume. they've expanded it out with the platinum teams, which were just five Pokemon, and then they've added a sixth as well. Um, and then there's also like a level one hundred, um, Giratina, like Shadow Giratina, like Super Boss fight as well, uh, in like the post post game, mm. uh, which is really like- awesome. Is that one that you want to capture, or is that just like just straight up a boss fight? So you'll you'll encounter Giratina um, 
this is the new Pokemon games. The way that they do events is just like you'll show up in the Pokemon Center and there'll just be someone standing there to hand you the Pokemon. And that's boring as all hell. I've really hated how they've started doing legendary Pokemon like that. Um, in Diamond and Pearl, it's like mini storylines that lead you to a legendary. Mm-hmm. So after you know beating the game, getting to the end game, there'll be a new cave tunnel that opens up and you can get Giratina there. But then the shadow boss fight, you beat him and he gives you the item that lets him transform into a different form. Oh, uh, okay. You're, There's just a level 100 Pokemon you're you know, that you encounter Pokemon that you movie. just need to beat the shit out of. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so you said it's a very faithful remaster. And you mentioned like a double-edged sword. So like what's what's bad about that? I mean, it's like the the most obvious thing is, you know, if you're wanting new content, then you're not going to get it. <laughs> if you played Diamond and Pearl 13 years ago, then it's going to be the same experience now. Mm. Um, I've also had issues because it is, um, you know, because it used to be on a grid system, um, you would have those like one brick wide like walkways that now that it's not on the same grid system, you can like be slightly off and just like catch yourself bonking into walls continuously. <laughs> it's just a bit funny. Like if they'd widened those by like, you know, 1.5%, it would have been much easier <laughs> to get through. Right. But overall, would you say you're having fun with it? Would you say it's good? Oh, yeah. I've already finished Diamond. I'm already halfway through Pearl. Um, <laughs> Wait, you got both? What? Yeah. <laughs> Because you can get like the double pack for like you're insane or whatever. <laughs> what? I don't wonder. Like they're the same game. Actually, well, they, yeah. Don't, but don't argue with me on that one. You're not right. To, he's about to butt. Actually, don't but even. Actually. Yeah, don't even. It's actually it's because we had like all the issues of the game like broke street date two weeks early, and then the the file got uploaded online. I've already been seeing YouTubers and stuff um, playing like modded version of the modded versions of the game for like challenge runs and stuff um but another cool thing that they found in the coding of the game is that there is a a string flag that if you alter that flag from one value to another it will be pokemon diamond but it will boot up and will be pokemon pearl so you literally have to just change one letter in the code to yeah it's, it's like you know one or two strings and the game will boot up as an entirely different game but the same game well no because they're, like they're both the same please please yeah. they're, they're <laughs> the same game stretch well what's crazy uh, yeah, is you know. like these are long these aren't like okay i played it like at 15 hours and i beat it man i'm done this is like they're long <laughs> yeah i don't understand how, how about, like, you it's got, the, it's got the exp all so like Still. when the Pokemon wins a battle, everyone gets experience. So they have managed to successfully cut out, you know, 80% of the grinding you would do. And some people might say, well, that's part of the game. Why are you cutting out that much content? Um, but if it's just you like spinning circles in the grass to to battle over and over again, that's not rewarding gameplay. I don't care about that. No, no. Nope. I'm just thinking no, of it was quite funny. you getting through SMT5 and like, no time and then the smt3 i'm just i don't understand how you he's a fucking machine bro i don't but yeah i mean like i just i just enjoy crunching through jrpgs over a weekend you know i 
I'll Sit get a down. Google Doc from him on a Monday that's like 20 pages long. And he's like, all right, here's all my guides. And I was like, how the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, I think what, SMT, SMT5, I didn't, I want to say 30 hours, including all of like the super boss content. Jeez. Um, you know, again, fuck that final boss. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon, I got through, yeah, probably like 15 hours over the course of, you know, I got the Australian unlock, so I got it a little bit early and then powered through it and beat it early Saturday morning. And then just for fun, I've been playing through Poe. Just for fun? For fun. <sighs> Definitely. Well, because, you okay. know, then I can get two Muse and two Jirachi that I can upload to my mobile you phone. Know, we may share January. the same first name, but I feel like we're a different species. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh, maybe this he is like says the Pokemon. While he boots up Warcraft again. You know, there's Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Pearl. We've got Andrew Stretch and Andrew Rotten. You're both the same, oh, but slightly God. different. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I just like I get I I just zone in on games. I love it. Just um, I mean that's why that's also why I'm such a shill for Game Pass. You know, I'm kind of the person that like unpacking with you know popped up on Game Pass. And I just like played through that in an afternoon, uninstalled it. Like I'll never touch it again. Just keep moving on. Mm. Um, I just I just really enjoy uh, enjoy just playing as many games as possible. The people on the flip side of that, like I also really enjoy speedruns, and like watching speedrunners like ZFG or Point Crow or Small Ant just like have such encyclopedic knowledge. Um, Spike Vegeta as well for his Kingdom Hearts 2 stuff and just his general personality. Um, I I have so much respect for the people who can like sit down, focus, and play the exact same game a million times, have it down to a science in their mind. Like, I'm going to do this, and then this, 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 and then this is how I will get this outcome. Just like breaking it down on such a, on such a core level. I think that's amazing. I respect that so much. I just do not have the uh, the attention span for it because I like there's just too many good games that come out every year. There's yeah. like next one, next one, next one. I needed to play through. I needed to play through SMT five fast enough so that I could get to Pokemon. <laughs> I needed to play through that fast enough because there's a Genshin the update out on Wednesday, <laughs> and I'm going to be playing the Genshin update. Oh, is that on two three? I think so. Oh boy! And after the Genshin update, then you know we we have Halo, and we've also got Thanksgiving week this week. Um, Sounds like I you're going like, to see I nobody. Know, during that I time. always use. This is where I'm going to stare into the camera for the shameless plug. I always use Tech Raptors game release calendar <laughs> to know which game upcoming I need to be right. <laughs> mentally preparing and clearing my backlog for. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! You're, do you enjoy video games, yeah. <laughs> or, is this, or is this just like you know you just mindlessly consume them at this point? I mean, I I do I do you know people joke about like mm, I want this I love this so much inject it directly into my veins. I do that. <laughs> you actually inject I, yeah. it into your I veins. I mainline hard video games, um, and just turn them into content. Hashtag content. Mm. Jeez, man. I don't know how you At do At least it. we have Kingdom Hearts together. <laughs> Nomura. 
I started replaying Kingdom Hearts last week. <laughs> Why? Oh, that's right. We talked about this. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to do the speedrun guide, to get through the full game in like four and a half hours. It's awesome. It's so much fun. It's just like, Jeez. give me video game content. Oh, my God. That's unreal. Absolute fucking monster. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, well, I think that that wraps up today's episode. And just a reminder, this this episode is brought to you by Vlasic. Get your pickles. They're delicious. I think that's their so tagline. So you buy pickles for a nickel. <laughs> so I can go back to playing Pokemon now, right? right. <laughs> yeah, you can go back to mainlining Pokemon. After you light the candle at your Nomura shrine, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're listening on YouTube, give us a like. Maybe drop a comment below. Let us know what you think about Stretch's monstrous ability to consume video games like, a, like say, a black hey, hole. How do you like playing video games? Are you someone who main like who focuses in on one? Are you or do you Stretch also or like Andrew consuming Ottman? as much? <laughs> yeah, it's very opposite. I don't I don't like yeah. shoot up meth to play games to be up all night. Like I don't understand. <laughs> Speaking of shooting up, like my lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he needs. Yeah. Oh god. That's all that makes sense. So fast. Well, I'm just saying my, my my regular job like that's those are the this, this is all you're sounding like the people I talk to. You need help. Oh no. Seek out Full help. Context. Andrew I need help. Andrew I can works quit whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew works in a 911 call. Oh, so they all say so should give you all the the context you need. Andrew Otten. <laughs> yeah, not stretch. True. Um and hey, you know, if you want more of this garbage, <laughs> subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back next I'm, week. I'm sure Vlasic is glad we started talking about meth right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really sponsoring us, just so you know. No, they really don't, yeah. <laughs> this this has been the longest outro ever, and this yeah. is going to provide so much content for Dash. <laughs> Um, and hey, if you can't wait for the next episode next week, we're always publishing a bunch of news, reviews, features, all that sort of stuff at techraptor.net if you just want to keep up with the gaming space. But otherwise, this show will be back next week. Uh, hope you enjoy Thanksgiving week if you celebrate that, if you're in the United States. If you don't, hope you just have a good week in general, I guess. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.